Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Thursday, February 10th, 2022, recording live from the Yay studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have Justin Moore. Well, hello. And well, 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 guess who's back? Kyle Charles. I'm back. You are back. How was your trip, sir? It was excellent. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Went to Costa Rica. I it already. Yeah. But, uh, happy to be back here in the seat. Oh, well, I'm glad you had a good time, except, you know what, you know what, you missed an episode. I'm going to pay the price. You are going to pay the price. So we're starting, you did win last, uh, last month's. Uh, Hold it out. Yeah, you you, you did. Uh, I missed my last bet, so props to you, no pun intended, for winning. Uh, I could have gone cheap and implemented the, the traveling violation on the last one, but we're going to put a traveling violation on this one. The three of us are starting with 250 points. Let's go ahead and just take 250 points away from Kyle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll get it right back. Dicks. Now, I want you to know, I was going to start, you were going to start negative 500. Mm-hmm. Because we were all just going to start That's with, well, you bet. were going to start at zero and then we were going to start and then you would start with zero and we would have 500 or well, you would be 500 points behind us. But then we missed a few days because of Justin and I also being sick. Yeah. So we're just going to call it even 250. You start at zero, but you have a chance to win points today. Hell of a way to categorize even. But. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll just call it, we'll call it fair. So yeah. anyways, uh, if you missed our last episode, our friend Bob joined uh, joined us to fill in for Kyle during his time away. And we played What Did He Say? Rapid Fire Trivia, Five Second Violation. If you haven't listened to that one, be sure you check that out. Um, it is 2.50 p.m. on, uh, what is it, the Thursday, the 27th, the 10th, geez. <laughs> it's NBA trade deadline day. So this yep. is kind of our trade deadline special we uh yeah every all the trades finalized less than an hour ago so we're going to go through all that Uh, of course before we get started with that let's get rolling with a little bit of what did he say That's right, it's What Did He Say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be Kyle and Justin's job to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I receive the 100 points. Six questions today, so a total of 600 points on the board. So we'll just get right to it. You guys ready? God, just quit. <laughs> Who is speaking in this clip? Do you guys see yourselves as championship contenders this season? For sure. We're, we're the type of organization that's not really, I mean, we're young, you know, so we're not like those teams that have been building for seven, eight years trying to, to make a run at this thing. But, I mean, to say that we couldn't do it this year and the coming years, I think is dumb. Who is speaking in that clip? Or we want the person asking the question? Or no, that's obviously that's JJ, JJ Redick. <laughs> <laughs> Who is answering Dang. the question? Um, young team. Young, young guy. Team. I would championship assume. potential. Uh, I would say very low voice, very big guy. Uh, Presence-wise, maybe Ja? Yeah. Ja has a deep voice. Weirdly deep voice. Mm-hmm. Eileen Ja. I was I thinking ja? the Cavs, but yeah, Eileen Ja. Yeah, I like Ja because I don't think the Cavs... I don't think they don't think they can win, but 
Um, they do, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I say jaw. Yeah, let's go with jaw. Jaw, final answer? Final answer. All right, let's welcome in Desmond Bain. Desmond, uh, huge so fan of yours. Nope. Nope. That is incorrect. It is Desmond Bain. You had the team right. I knew That's you fair. would be baited by the Cavs. That was the only other team that really made sense. Yeah. Uh, it is Desmond Bain talking about the Grizzlies' title chances this season uh, on J.J. Reddick's Old Man and the Three podcast. So 100 points for me. Thank you. On to question two. Who is Candace Parker talking about? The thing is about his jump shot. He was two of two in the first half. He didn't fall in love with it. Mm. That's the thing. Before, he would shoot it, hit it, and then he would be 2 of 5, 2 of 6. He's 2 of 2. Who is Candace Parker talking about? Well, somebody who usually shoots a lot, making a little bit better choices, maybe. Um, the only, I mean, the biggest name is Russell Westbrook, but he's not even really playing ever anymore. Well, he missed one game. Yeah. That was his first game this season that he um, missed. I want to say it was probably Russ. I mean, it's a TNT game. TNT, big game, big team. Um, I like Russ. I don't hate it. Also, I just have never seen him shoot two for two before in my entire life. He didn't fall in love. Yeah. But that would be I, a story, say, though, right? Yeah, I'd say Russ. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Final answer. Oh, yeah. The thing that I've always appreciated listening to people like you talk about Giannis is he never settles. Nope. Talking about Giannis. That's right. Uh, that's Candace Parker talking about Giannis and his discipline with his jump shot after the Bucks' demolition of the Lakers on Tuesday night. So uh, he is an improved jump shooter, and uh, that's what they're saying, that uh, he's not settling anymore. He's you know If he gets two for two, he's not getting overzealous with that jump shot. So talking about Giannis. He's good. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. Pretty good player. Did she say he was two of two in the first half? Yeah. But like on jump shots or in general? On jump shots. Okay. Oh, okay. Like he was yeah, nine I, of nine I heard it as he was just two for yeah. two. Like, okay. period. So don't be afraid to ask to hear it again. Tricky, That's tricky. fair. That You're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's your points to give away. I'm cool with it. Do whatever That's you want. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. Who is JJ Reddick talking about? I played with him last year. He's one of the best screeners. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the best screeners in the league. For sure. And he's such a great teammate. His job is so thankless to me. I know. It's just he doesn't get enough credit and praise for, for how good he is at what he does. Who is J.J. Redick talking about? Well, it's not going to be a household name, right? So did he end up finishing his career with the Pelicans or the Mavericks? Uh-oh, I think the Pels. I would definitely lean Steven Adams. Steven Adams? I think so. I don't think he gets enough credit. That makes sense, right? He's doing pretty well with the Grizzlies Can I hear now. it again? Yeah. There you go. I played with him last year. He's one of the best screeners. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the best screeners in the league. For sure. He's such a great teammate. His job is so thankless to me. I know. It's just he doesn't get enough credit and praise for, for how good he is at what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hearing that again, thinking of Steven Adams, I like it. I like it a lot. Steven Adams. Lock in, Steven. The two-man game with, with, with Steven Adams is really nice. interesting to me, too. Good job. Well done, gentlemen. 100 points to you. That is correct. That is uh, J.J. Reddick talking about Steven Adams being the Grizzlies' like, glue guy and how much yeah. of a... He's, uh, a, he's a good glue guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned this before, Kyle, the, the demeanor. He doesn't uh, let, the, let those Grizzlies guys get too high, too low. Um, and uh, J.J. Reddick mentioned that as well while talking with Desmond Bain. Okay, no more Grizzlies talk, I, I promise. <laughs> All right, uh, who is speaking in this clip? He just was joking around for a minute about other stuff, and then he just told me that, you know, um, I'm going to Cleveland, I'm an all-star, and I just broke down, 
uh, with my family. Uh, broke down crying with my family and stuff, and it just was a, a real moment. Who is speaking in that clip? So I wonder if that's somebody who's replacing someone. Like you didn't think you were going to get there, and then somebody comes in, hey, just so you know, you're going to be the alternate or whatever. Yeah, let's hear it again. We will hear it again. He just was joking around for a minute about other stuff, and then he just told me that, you know, um, I'm going to Cleveland, I'm an all-star, and I just broke down uh, with my family, uh, broke down crying with my family and stuff, and it just was a, a real moment. Who do we think? Well, the, I don't know. Like, it's not, that's not like LaMelo. That's not a Jason Tatum voice, I don't think. Yeah. But I also, those are the two guys that, well, I guess the, Jason Tatum got upgraded, didn't he, from reserved all starter? LaMelo was named, who was the Western Conference guy that was named? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know, but that does Draymond was the person that was out, if that out, helps. yeah. Yeah. Um... These were the know. two names. That, so you've got, yeah, I mean, you're you're dancing around at the name that you're trying to think of. Uh, the other person that people were saying was robbed by not being elected in the first place and then was an injury replacement. So you're correct mm. on that front. We can come up with a name. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't have a name off the top of my head, to be honest with you, unless it's, if I guess it's a forward. Hmm. Mm, yes or no, huh? He's not going to help us out. I'm not. He I wants did, the points. I did already. Um, I helped you plenty. Uh, I would assume a forward, because uh, I don't know any guards that got added. Let's. Uh, oh, Dejounte Murray. I like it. I like it a lot, only because it's new. Yeah, I think it's Dejounte Murray. Dejounte Murray. Dejounte, first of all, congratulations. Hey. That is correct, Dejounte Murray. I was afraid you weren't going to remember who Dejounte Murray was in the, the comments, if they were commenting on this, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, all right. So we're even now, yes? Yes. yes. Uh, two and two. Okay. Two to go. All right, here we go. Who is LeBron talking about? Now, he's like a microwave for sure. You know, uh, that third quarter was electrifying. He got hot. And once he see one go through, he, he can run off three, four, five, six in a row. So, Who is LeBron talking about? Is that his new... Favorite friend of Malik Monk? I think it might it be. Like an Avery Bradley. It's not Avery yeah, Bradley. Yeah, because really that wouldn't that be from the last game because nobody uh, took yeah. off in the last game. But mm-hmm. the game before, Malik Monk had a big game. Big game. Um, I do I do like the big M&M, if you will. I'm going to start calling him Slim Shady. Malik the Microwave Monk? Mm-hmm. Malik the Microwave. Mm-mm-mm, if you will. You gave them what you got, but Malik Monk seemed to reignite your guys' team. Yep. That is yep. correct. It is Malik Monk. Well done, man. Four, three in a row. Four, three in a row three after a row. starting going two. All right. Well, last one. Okay, so uh, two hundred to three hundred. Let's see if we finish up even. Who is speaking in this clip? Defense is something I think that you can control every night. Um, it's something I've had to hang my hang my hat on to get into the league. I like stopping other people. I like making people frustrated. That that's fun for me. Who is speaking in that clip? Ooh. Well. Obviously, a defensive guy. <laughs> I'm assuming really triangulating this. He does it groundbreaking. Well, think about it. There's not many guys in the league that are like, "Oh, my defense. That's what I like to do." Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can think of one. Matisse. Mm. Thibault. Yeah. Do you think he has any tattoos of bulls? 
Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> I like Matisse. Uh, let's hear it one more time. Yeah. Matisse. Let's hear it one more time. Defense is something I think that you can control every night. Um, it's something I've had to hang my hang my hat on to get into the league. I like stopping other people. I like making people frustrated. That That's fun for me. Hmm. He sounds like a fun person to be at with parties with. <laughs> <laughs> I like making people frustrated. Uh, I do like Matisse Thibault, if you will. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Lock Ma- it in. Matisse. Hey guys, this is Alex Caruso with Chicago Bulls. Uh, this is the breakdown of how I play defense. Nope. No, it is Alex Caruso, the bald eagle. It's Alex Caruso <laughs> talking about his love for the defensive side of the ball. Who was interviewing Alex Caruso? It was a video on Bleacher Report uh-huh. breaking down his defense because he does lead the league in uh, turnovers forced. Mm. 2.4 turnovers per game like forced. Yeah. What's the yeah, time like, he played? Uh, it's been a minute, but uh, yeah. that is when he went up for a dunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a few weeks now. So, all right, cool. Yeah, so we finished three, three and three. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for those points. That was. What did he say? Oh. All right, that was a good word he say. I like it when we draw even. Nobody likes a blowout. Every little little give and take, little back and forth is always fun. Well, like I mentioned earlier, uh, today is the trade deadline. About an hour ago, all the last trades were finalized. So there's really only one segment that fits this one, and it's going to be... Uh-oh. That's right, it's Woj Bomb. It's the trade deadline edition. So if you're unfamiliar with this one, we did it once before. It was uh, it was fine. But this is the day that it makes the most sense of any time in the NBA calendar. Uh, so Woj is obviously an NBA insider who knows all of the things about the league and all the trades. Although today, Shams, Shams kind of <laughs> mopped the floor with him. Uh, uh, broke, broke 11 trades to 8 trades. So I uh, might need to read the segment Shams Bomb. But yeah. either way, we're sticking with our boy Woj. So this is how this works. I'm going to name uh, uh, kind of... A headline, uh, they're all based around trades, and this is going to be the majority of the rest of the show here. But uh, And then it'll be up to you guys to uh, kind of just react about, uh, react to what we're talking about. Sound good? <laughs> Great. <laughs> First one, the Cleveland Cavaliers are acquiring Pacers guard Karis LeVert in exchange for Ricky Rubio and picks. Kyle, thoughts on this move? I like it a lot. I'm a big Karis LeVert guy. He's uh, filling up the stat sheet for the Pacers this year. Uh, pretty under the radar, considering how poorly the Pacers have looked this season record-wise. So uh, I think it fulfills a need for the Cavs. I think it makes them an even more dangerous team. And they didn't really have to give up much. Just an expiring Ricky Rubio and a couple future picks. So good for them. Yeah. I mean, it's good overall, all around, I guess. You know, everybody kind of got what they wanted. Um, not the Pacers move, I thought, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm thrilled with that, honestly. I, yeah. mean, I think Lavert learning from Rondo, pairing with Mobley and Garland, it, they didn't move off Sexton. So who yeah, knows they what they're? Sexton. Yeah, who knows what they're going to be doing next year? I mean, they've got potential. Oh, yeah, Karis Lavert, I think perfect fit for the for the Cavs. And you've already seen it. he's already played one game. I wasn't sure of the full stat line, but he's just meshing so well. Jared Allen and him played together for a season and a half yeah. um, in Brooklyn, and they uh, they really they had that lob and and uh Karis Lever just I think he's going to be a great fit there. Looks you know? like he's going to be their kind of sixth man. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's a great fit for him. But that's a yeah, exactly. That's a great fit. I mean, you get you get uh, that kind of volume scoring off the bench that's going to be great. So, next one. 
The New Orleans Pelicans have acquired Blazers guard C.J. McCollum to pair with young stars Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson as they try to make a push for the playoffs. Justin, rate the trade. Um, I mean, a B, I guess, for the Pelicans, just because at least we'll get to see C.J. as like a starring role because he's definitely going to be the, he's their best player now uh, that yeah. can actually play. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see if he can actually lead a team in scoring like that, which I think he can. I don't see why he couldn't. Um but I don't think we're going to see Zion and maybe ever again. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Uh, the past couple of years have been really interesting because as soon as they traded Drew Holiday away, the question was like, well, oh, the Pelicans desperately need a veteran guard. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, you just had one. Um, so good for them getting that veteran guard without giving up much. Josh Hart was a good role player for them, but they didn't have to give up much. So. If you're the Blazers, I don't really get it. Yeah. They already flipped Nah to Utah for Joe Ingles. Yeah. So fine, I guess. Um, the New Orleans potential starting five really interests me. Yeah. Um, they're going to be a little atrocious on defense if mm-hmm. they start Devontae Graham at the two. But if they do some sort of CJ, Herb Jones, B.I., Zion, and Valanchunas, I mean, that's a pretty tough team. I yeah. mean, that's a that's a playoff team in the West for sure. Yeah, I mean, as it stands right now, I think they are the they're trying to crack that ten seed. Um, they're oh sorry, they're they, in it they right cracked now. the ten seed. Yeah, they're uh, they're a game up on the Blazers, uh, who they just made the trade with uh, for the play in. So I remember us sitting here a couple months ago talking like ah, ha, 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 laughing our butts off that they were going to make the playoffs. There's no way that they were going to make the playoffs, and hey. Here they are, with or without Zion. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the hell the Blazers are doing. I, I don't know if they were trying to, like, batten down the hatches and, like, swing some guys to, to add some depth. For cap space for the most part. But yeah, but, jeez. Uh, I mean, we've, we sent memes back and forth to each other about the... Uh, about uh, Dame Lillard, why yeah. have you? You know, why do you give me your toughest battles? I love them. Please give me more. And he's like, dude, just leave. Oh, just yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, Lillard. I don't know, man. It's it seems like he's might be just stuck in purgatory until it's too late. Like, I think I'm afraid now that another season of this and it's he's gonna be past his prime we're gonna be looking at him like man what could it have been with with damian lillard yeah, yeah until maybe he, becomes, he doesn't want to do it anymore maybe yeah. he's just like uh, i'll just retire and be done yeah. until he becomes like a gary payton on the lakers kind of situation mm. you know and so he's just yeah. like a, a player who is somewhere that you know might fit but would have fit a lot better three or four seasons prior so uh overall yeah i don't know what the hell they're doing but uh good for the good for the pelicans i love mccollum i've always liked about as exciting as we as as excited as we could get about a trade between the 10th and 11th (laughs) that's true i mean like like i said i love cj mccollum and i do think like you said that the pelicans do have some potential who the fuck knows what what's going on with zion but uh the addition of cj cj mccollum is uh definitely going to be Uh, helpful to them so all right the indiana pacers have acquired king's guard tyrese halliburton and buddy healed along with tristan thompson uh in exchange for demonta sabonis jeremy lamb and justin holiday uh kyle rate this trade what do you think about this it's probably the most uh suspect halliburton trade i've seen since uh September 10th, 2001. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Worked on that one on vacation. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's um, a bar. That's a bar. I don't get it. I mean, I felt bad for Kings fans. Just scrolling Twitter. Pretty bleak. Um, I mean, you get the best player in the trade, so that's positive. Uh, but moving forward, man, I don't... Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Sabonis looked good last night. He so did. 
and they just, and they won. It's really tough to have it on recording saying that you're optimistic about the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. So the Pacers have no more excuses to suck. Their roster has way too much talent now. Yeah. They can't. I have not understood this season at all. I mean, it just must have been so much dysfunction on the back end, mm-hmm. but they have no more excuses. Yeah. They've got to be like a five or six seed next year. Well, they kind of pounded the the Wolves last night um, in their, you know, in, in, in uh, uh, Sabonis' first game. Yeah. <laughs> they overcame Delos 29 and 10. No. So. <laughs> Justin, hey. what do you think about this trade, man? You know, I, I I do think it's good for the Pacers. I think uh, the Kings are going to Kings, kind of like the Knicks are going to Knicks. I don't think they're ever going to do anything there. I think that's more of a management issue with them. Um, the Pacers, I have no idea kind of their thought of thought process. You've had talent, and you just traded away a bunch of talent just to bring in other talent. That I don't, I don't see you getting markedly better if it's something that you can't fix because obviously you weren't getting the most out of your talent you already had. Mm-hmm. I think Miles Turner just really wanted to be more of the guy, but... Uh, we'll see. I really don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I think that Tyrese Halliburton, yes, he's, I mean, he's, we can agree, probably the second best player in this trade, do you think? But he healed. It's kind of a toss-up, right? Yeah. Demonis yeah. Sabonis far and away. Um, Jeremy Lamb and Justin Holiday kind of pulling up the rear there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why you don't give up on De'Aaron Fox. I feel like the potential there for for Tyrese, uh, who was really starting to click and, and uh, you know, hold true to the... Uh, what is that? Is that a is that a phone ring? Wait a second. Whatever this is. Is this a bit? You're damn right it is. <laughs> this is our favorite thing that we rarely get to do. Y'all guys didn't know about this. Mm-mm. So this is You Called It, and it's kind of a segment inside of a segment. So we've got one right here. The Brooklyn Nets and Philadelphia 76ers have agreed to a deal that sends Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two future first-round picks to Brooklyn in exchange for James Harden. And Paul Millsap. Now, just real quick, I want to run the tape back, if we may. At the All-Star break, Justin, what team is Ben Simmons playing for? Ben Simmons will still be on the 76ers. Okay. Fuck it. I think he goes to the Nets. Ooh. Mm. Uh, that ruins my last question. <laughs> right, I hate that a lot. I called this shit in October, boys. Nicely done. Thank yeah. you so Nicely much. Done. Give me my flowers. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, Ben Simmons is going to be a net, and James Harden is with the Sixers. Scary. What do we think about that, Kyle? Uh, as a Bucks fan, I don't like it. Don't love it. A little scary, huh? A little scary. Um, with Seth Curry, it just solves a lot of issues I've pointed out with the Nets. Drummond, you're adding size. I don't know how much time you can give Drummond in a playoff game, though. Right, right. I still think that's their deficiency. Um, but yeah, Seth Curry certainly fills that Joe Harris-sized hole in the roster they've had for a lot of this season. So um, it definitely makes the Nets a better team. We'll, we'll see how that pans out for him. Justin? Um... I don't. I'm a little weary. I think they gave up a little too much for James Harden. But the Nets are scary. The Nets kind of always have been scary, but they only played 16 games together with their whole kind of thing intact. Um, I think the 76ers might be a little more scary than the Nets, though, strictly just because you still got a couple of players. Obviously, you have Embiid, who might be the best player in the world. We don't know. He's probably going to win MVP. Um, but 
it's kind of weird. It's kind it's of not crazy. That crazy. It's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. James right Harden, now. if he is still James Harden, that's kind of an insane thing on the wing. So I yeah. mean, they got a one-two punch for sure. I was a little disappointed that they gave up Seth Curry um, and the picks for for Harden because Harden hasn't looked the best. But you know, I kind of question how much of that is like. He doesn't want to be with the Nets. How much of it is, I don't know. But if you look at it kind of one-to-one, you're upgrading, you're taking Seth Curry and you're adding James Harden. Uh, rest in peace to the free throw line in Philadelphia because those two guys average the most yeah. free throw t- outside of Trey Young. Those two guys average the most free throw attempts mm-hmm. in JoJo and James Harden. So it's going to be a, a slow game over there. But let me tell you something. I'm afraid of the Sixers if I'm... Anybody else in the East? Outside, I mean, outside of the Bucks, I think the Bucks are still number one out of after this trade deadline. They're really the only team that didn't make a big, big move. They acquired Serge Ibaka, who I do think fills a need for them in Robin Lopez's uh, or sorry, Brook Lopez's uh, absence. But they're going to get. We expect them to get Brook back before the playoffs, at least deep into the playoffs, which we expect them to make a deep run. Um, and Serge fills a hole for them. And if that's a temporary stopgap, it sure as shit is better than Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, and they're going to get a couple buyout guys because it clears the. Uh couple of roster spots and yeah. hood and Ojale back too. So yeah, I think you guys are right with the Sixers. It makes them more scary ultimately, I think, than the Nets. I think continuity is just such a big thing. You saw it last season with the two teams that made the finals. And this Nets team is not gonna have any time together. Wait. Is it is it happening again? Who is triggering these oh my gosh. That's right, it's another one. It's you called it again, except this time. The, the bell the bell tolls the other way, my friend. What's what's wrong? Justin. What's what's wrong? We had a good run, buddy. <laughs> I I think it's time that we talk about it. We can The Washington <sighs> Wizards made a statement today and firmly planted their flag in the race. For the lottery, they traded Montrez Harrell, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Aaron Holiday. This coming just days after Bradley Beal elected to have season-ending surgery on his left wrist. Uh, before we rate this trade, can I just, just let me just run it back one more time, if I may. Uh, <laughs> first of all, just tell me what you think about it real quick, Justin. Um, I don't think it's terrible. Uh, I think the future of the Wizards is at hand. It's going to be fine. Um, and... Honestly, if Porzingis comes over and plays some good basketball, we'll be fine. We'll still be in the playoffs. Okay, so then uh, I I do just want to play this clip real quick. I'm not going to like this. You're not. What franchise is your surprise Cinderella team this year? Um, Given our conversations that we've had recently, I'm going with the Wizards. (laughs) 100% the Wizards. I'm all in. I'm all in. Kyle Kuzma, going to kill it this year. So the Wizards make the playoffs is your prediction? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We will be listening to this in a few months when they are... uh, uh, like 20 games under 500. Take a thought, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they're not 20 games out of, uh-uh. they're, they're not 20 no, games right under 500. There. They're right there, you say, except they just traded pretty much everybody <laughs> they had. Yeah. Uh, or let them <laughs> end their season. They're a game and a half back of the Hawks in the 11th seed. Uh, and um, it just doesn't look like things are going to No, it doesn't look great. I'm not going to lie about it. But hear me out. They did win their trades because they got the best player. Did they? 
Yeah, you want to tell me that Trez is better than Porzingis? You would have a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I asked. You would That's have. not what I said. That's you would have said Spencer Dinwiddie was better than him a month ago. I've never given Spencer Dinwiddie a glowing review, but well, that's on you though. I've never, yeah, I would never do that. Um, I just, I don't see it as I see it as a good move. Maybe going forward, I think healthy Bradley Beal and a healthy Kristaps is a better. Fit than Luca and Kristaps. So you think Beal's still there next year? Uh, well, as of right now, yes. <laughs> well, that's right now, not next year. <laughs> yeah, he'll still. I mean, where's he gonna go? What's he gonna do? Who's gonna anywhere pay him? else? No one's gonna pay him. I will give you this, um, Justin. I gotta give you credit. You, I gotta give you props, man. You kept up with them. You 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 monitored the standings as they just slowly did an army crawl right all the way down outside <laughs> of the playoffs. There was a wasn't there a stretch where they were in the first seed, like in the first yeah, few weeks? They were the yeah. f- number one seed and the two, and then for like the first. Two months. They, they were, were in the top four. In the top yeah, four. Yeah, you made some bold statements. I wish I would have pulled all that, but I just I thought I'd, I'd take it easy on you and just That's do that fine. one. I so. stand by every statement. I'm sure you do, even do. though, you know, at the end of the season, we're going to be looking back at those saying, woof. That's okay. So That's all right. Um, Kyle, any big uh, takeaways from this trade deadline? Um, disappointed that the Hornets only got Trez. Really thought that was the deficiency on the team. I wish they would have gone out and got somebody a little bit more talented, better defender than Trez, but uh, gosh, I mean, the Cavs look good. Really disappointed in the uh, Jalen Smith move. I was talking in our kind of friend group chat that I thought that's who the Bucks should have gone. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Serge Ibaka. It's fine, but um, I thought Jalen Smith was there for the taking, and then all it took was one Tory Craig right. to get Jalen Smith and a future second-round pick, yep. so I thought that was a player you could really get on the cheap that had a lot of potential and uh, get on the Pacers for, for being the team to do it. But man, didn't cost much. If you, you know, if you have a team you're a fan of a little disappointing that they didn't go after Jalen Smith because it was pretty cheap. You know, I'll say, I do think the Hornets get better with Trez because I feel like his energy fits with that team. Um, so I feel like in that kind of way, it'll work out for him. I don't know. I know I just kind of just took a dump on him, uh, but <laughs> he is, he's a good guy. He's a good energy guy. It's crazy. And, you know, a team that I know I chose in the preseason to make it to the NBA Finals and win the championship, the Los Angeles Lakers, <laughs> did not make a trade. Nothing. Not a single thing. Nothing. The, the, Woj, the Woj bomb there, I guess I could do they didn't get shit done. <laughs> they they are going to, quote-unquote, focus on the buyout market, which uh, is not going to be much of a market, and not many players are going to want to go there when there's open roster spots on the on the Bucks, on the Nets. I'm sure the Suns could figure something out if a right player comes around. Um, the Lakers are currently sitting in the nine seed. They're a game out of the eighth spot, Clippers. It just does not look good for the Lakers not getting a deal done. What do you think about it, Justin? Do you just... Cut your losses and buy out Westbrook and just call it a day. Like, you eat the money, you figure your life out, and you're like, okay. Because at least you kind of addition by subtraction a little bit, I would assume. You know what I mean? I don't right now? It. You can't no, cut him. You can't cut him. You can't cut him. I mean, you can. You could. Yeah, but you they're could. paying Luau Dang $5 million this <laughs> year. He's going to make his money. That's Bring for sure. That's That's for sure. I would rather say that. Did you I, guys? Don't, I don't know. I mean, they have to fire Vogel now, right? Like you got to, I was thinking about this like metaphor the other day. You remember like fifth grade, sixth grade, somewhere in there where the class would be like reading and the teacher's like pointing out people to like read next and you'd get scared that it was you. Oh, like popcorn reading? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my strategy was always to like look really 
in, interested and involved because the teacher yeah. would always pick people who were like weren't paying attention. So if the teacher like looked at me, I would just stare back at him. <laughs> it's like the Lakers have to at least pretend to do something at this point. Like you got to look busy because it, it's so terrible. Like it, it really you don't looks, fire Vogel. You don't make any moves. Yeah, they got to do something. I mean, it, but it looked like it looked like uh, they were going to do something because LeBron was saying all these things. You know, if you have the chance to get better at the trade deadline, who doesn't take that or blah 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 all this stuff. So because they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. What do if it. you fire Vogel and it like immaculately gets better? But I don't think that's the case. But it's an option. <laughs> is is an, if it, Coach LeBron just comes out there? Well, and David Fisdale's amazing. good, and and the couple games, yeah. the few games that that uh, that Vogel missed, Fizz did well. But I, I and I also do think there's a difference. But I just don't know at this point what difference it's going to make. For this She's Lakers got team, no energy. Their roster, yeah. And one big thing that I that I saw somebody mention was that they just don't like to be embarrassed mm-hmm. on, on little plays. Even like they can't, they can't stand. Like if a shot gets blocked, you just can book it that the next possession is going to be no defensive effort. Yeah, uh, if it's an if it's a if it's a run out, if it's a fast break, and they just got a you know missed a shot or whatever, there's no energy. You're so right, Kyle. There's no energy. There's no momentum. They just don't control games the way that we're typically used to seeing a LeBron or AD led team do. Um, they have their flashes because of LeBron and AD. I do think that you still have in some fight some puncher's chance to win a first round series, but there's just no way that this roster makes the finals. I don't think. Right. I mean, I, I I don't agree with that. I just. I mean, I, unless once we they're see there, once they're there, because we kind of. I mean, last year they go on the first round. I know it's a different team, right? But we both agreed if ADs doesn't get hurt, they probably beat Phoenix in the first round, and that changes everything. Yeah, if AD doesn't year. get hurt, yeah. And so, given health, you put LeBron into the playoffs. I'm not betting against him. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to bet against him, but I'm saying at this point in his career, at this point in what uh, this roster, I mean, he's not this—he's not the young kid that that took the, you know, he's not 2007's, 2007 LeBron that had the... Yeah, but uh, 2007 LeBron didn't have a player as talented as Anthony Davis on it. So, like, it's to yeah. me, it's different. I do say this. We talk, oh, this age LeBron. You mean this age LeBron that's averaging almost 30 points a game? Like... No, he's doing amazing things. So he's I don't, doing amazing I don't things, really yeah, four games. I just don't see a route for them. Uh, I mean, they're five games back of the sixth seed. They're six and a half games back of the fifth seed Mavericks. Yeah. If they don't get to the five, best case scenario, they're playing the Grizzlies that are the opposite of them when it comes to energy, when it comes to composure. Oh, I don't think that's best case. I think best case for them is seven. No, like, yeah, that's what I'm, but I'm saying Warriors. like... Best case is play the Warriors and beat the Warriors. I don't know. I don't think that's they're bigger happen. than them. They don't. Have the, the, their benches just get mopped. You the bench you're get, not the gonna play a bench. LeBron's gonna average forty eight points, forty eight minutes a game. That's. I didn't mean to say points. That's just ridiculous. Not, yeah, I, I, as much as I love that idea of that, and but he can't do that multiple series in a row anymore. He just can't anymore. I mean. I uh, hey, I, believe me. I, I'm, hear you. I'm, I get. I get what you're saying. I just. I. I see them. If they get to the seven, they're beating the Warriors. And it's. And I. All right. And a, and a six game series. Oh no. Okay, we'll put all that. Right, we'll, well we'll save that for you. Called it. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I wanted to do want to talk about a couple other teams. Uh. One team that I think we all agree got better. The Mavericks today. Right. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. They dumped Porzingis, who was helping and was playing well. Uh. Our good friend George insists that he. 
uh, you know, insists on reminding me of how good his fantasy impact was. Uh, but I'm just, I, I'm a little bullish about how much that translated to the on-court no. um, assistance for Luca. They are expected to add Goran Dragic off of the buyout market. And then, of course, uh, they trade for Spencer Dinwiddie, which is a big help. And Davis Bertans, who... Who knows really what he's going to be if he, like you said earlier, Kyle, if he can learn how to shoot again, uh, could be a big help. But we don't really know yeah, what we're looking streaky. at there. So, Mavericks, uh, Mavericks got a plus. Um, you know, the 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 top teams, the Suns made a move, the Bucks made a move, right? The Bulls. Uh, I need to look at it, who the Bulls added again, but they they made a move. The Cavs made moves. The Sixers obviously made the move. The Nets obviously made the move. Like these players have made, or sorry, the, the top teams made moves. And then a team, sorry to go back to it, but a team like the Lakers that we all kind of lump into that category because they have the greatest, one of the greatest players of all time and the best player he's ever played with uh, in Anthony Davis on this team that they're going to make something happen, but they just didn't get anything done because they didn't have the pieces and they didn't have the roster flexibility to make anything happen. Uh, one team I'm surprised that nothing got done with, uh, was the nuggets. Um, I think they did a couple minor things, but really nothing that moved the needle. Uh, they're currently sitting in six seed and I really was expecting them to pull for a wing. Um, kind of similar to the Aaron Gordon thing that they did uh, last year, but no move, no, no big move for the nuggets. The jazz did some minor things, got rid of Joe Ingles, uh, on his, um, uh, you know, uh, season injury, yeah, season injuring, yeah. torn ACL, and he actually had a quote come out a couple of days before the trade deadline where he said, you know, if I can help this team may, uh, get somebody back that'll that'll help them make a push this year, you know, you can't be bitter about that, and that's uh, that think that kind of puts Joe Ingles uh, right where you where, where you expect him to be. He's a he's a yeah. good dude, class guy class guy so um outside of that i mean you know a name that we kind of thought we kind of expected to see moved uh, jeremy grant for the 15 seed uh currently dead last in the league detroit pistons did not move uh totally expected to, him to get somewhere for picks or something so that the pistons could make more uh moves in this trade uh, or excuse me in this draft upcoming uh, Knicks didn't get anything done. The Pacers, you know, they shuffled around a lot. Miles Turner, I think, is going to benefit the most from from the Pacers' moves uh, because without Sabonis um, and you know a clear direction they chose him, they're sticking with Miles Turner. Um, you know that you add Halliburton, you add Buddy Hield, you add these perimeter threats that are going to kind of loosen things up for Miles Turner. I think uh, the potential there is really exciting for Miles Turner, and uh, who knows what the Pacers will be. <laughs> Not this season, I don't think. It's probably over for them. Unless they yeah. go on a run of runs, they might be able to squeak into the play-in, but uh, it's over for the Wizards, the Heat, the Bucks. You know, Heat didn't make a move. Uh, Bulls made a minor move. Cavs, Sixers, Raptors didn't really make anything big. Mm. Uh, Celtics did a bunch of weird stuff. Um, Just to get under the cap. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, I don't know if that's for the offseason or for the draft or if they're hoping to do something in the buyout market. Hornets didn't really do anything big. Uh, so, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of shuffling, but ultimately I, I kind of think that the, the cream stayed at the top, right? Like the best players yeah, stayed where they say. were. I think yeah. the best teams kind of knew they're in the best position. Yeah. I mean, the... The Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, Heat, Bucks, Bulls, none of those teams made any sort of big changes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of those teams got. also, they just needed us. They were like, we got it. We're fine. Yeah. Like, we don't, not worried about it. Um, but 
this is going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It is going to be interesting. So we are approaching the halfway mark. Uh, well, not the halfway mark. We've uh, passed the halfway mark, but, uh, you know, kind of in, the, in an NBA fan's mind, the All-Star break is kind of the halfway mark of the yep. year. So we're approaching the All-Star break, which should be, um, uh, what is it, a couple weeks from now, I think, right? couple weeks uh, for the all-star game the, the not the, even like a week i think oh yeah so we're, yeah. we're approaching that quickly um so you know we know we went a little bit weird with this one kind of our trade deadline uh, special a uh, lot of talkiness but uh, i had to get a couple takes off because i got the ben simmons thing right and i feel so hype about that called Proud it in october you. thank you uh had to call out justin for not uh, for finally finally losing out on the wizards thing now, uh, hey, I'll tell you this. We don't give in. We don't surrender. If they come back and make a playoff spot, yeah, uh, it, we'll do it all over again, and, I'll, and I, I will do it. You I, called it on myself. That. All yeah. right? Cool. Um, okay, well, we played, uh, what did he say earlier, and we got some points for that. So let's see what we do with those points in Props to You. As we went over, Ky- uh, Kyle won last last month. Uh, we still haven't decided what we're doing with that, by the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure Put it, it on it the TikTok. Uh, tonight, though, Michael's going to take DeAndre Aiden's over 11 rebounds. Taking it. Kyle's going to take Middleton over 18.5 points. I'm taking Steph's over at 22.5. I'm going to put 400 of my 550 on that. And then, uh, Kyle, what do you want to do with your 300 points? I'll bet them all. Bet them all. 300 points. And, Michael, you've got 550 as well. What do you think? 550. I feel confident about DeAndre Aiden. Let's do it all. Do 550. It all. all right. Well, that strategy didn't work out for me last month, so I appreciate it. <laughs> wish you guys the best <laughs> in, that, in that kind of situation. We'll see. Uh, so what were the final standings last last, uh, last uh, of Kyle, last me, you? Last Kyle had 3,000 points. Mm-hmm. You had 2,900. Just missed it. Uh, and I uh, went big and didn't have any. Uh, <laughs> big loser zero. last month. Zero. Big zero. <laughs> you mean that big Tyrese Halliburton uh, parlay didn't hit? It was pretty close. Yeah. Like, I missed it by like 15 different things, but <laughs> it's okay. All right, folks. Well, uh, if you if you are still here with us, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, I didn't say this in the beginning, but be sure you add us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at yay underscore basketball. Add me on the group. And just a reminder, if you didn't know, we are recording live from the Yay Studio. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. Kyle, welcome back. You got anything for the people? Nope. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Justin. We don't give up. Wizards are going to make the playoffs, guys. It's okay. Let's do it, Chris Dobbs. It's good. If they do, I will be so impressed. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. A whole lot of great more NBA content coming. So don't forget, yay basketball. Yay basketball.